Hello, you beautiful human. Welcome back to the podcast. I really wish you could see what my current recording situation looks like because I was trying to film or I was trying to record in the living room, um, but it was echoing so badly because there's not much in there. And so then I was like, dang, I'm gonna have to record in the bedroom. And then I was trying to lay on my stomach on the bed while I record to get comfy, but my voice was sounding weird laying on my stomach. So then eventually I created this, this cave of pillows to prevent the echo around my computer. But to do that, I have to lean forward in a very strange position to be close enough to the microphone. But you know what? It's worth it because today's episode is going to be a absolute banger. I am so excited about this topic today. If I could make the headline of this episode into t-shirts and into billboards and into bookmarks and everything else I would, because if I could teach women one thing about their cycle, it would be this. It would be the fact that your period is not the main event of your cycle. I am so excited for this episode. Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Intentional Health Podcast, a space for women to be empowered with the real, no BS truth about their health. But to be honest, this podcast goes far beyond physical health. Join me each week as I share stories, science, and thoughts with you on everything surrounding womanhood. You can pretend we're just two girlfriends chatting over some homemade mocktails or a warm glass of raw milk, because that's how I want these conversations to feel. I'm not about formalities. I share the details no one wants to say out loud and answer the questions we've all secretly been asking. So welcome, friend. I'm so glad that you're here. So your period is not the main event of your cycle. What the heck does that mean? I will tell you what I mean. For the entire first, I don't know, 22 years of my existence, and I'm sure for most of you, the same or longer, we believed that our cycle was just a period and then a few weeks of nothing and then another period. And that's just how it went, you know? You bled a bit, and then nothing happened for a few weeks, then you bled again, and you're going to do that for the next 40 years. I don't know. And that could not be farther from the truth. And the fact that no one ever taught me this in school, my mama never taught me this because no one taught her, so how would she even know? It blows my mind. Your period is honestly the least exciting part of your entire cycle. There is an entire dance of beautiful hormones and processes that are happening in between each period that you have. And it's so important to understand all these things that are going on because if you understand these things, you can better care for your cycle as a whole. You can tackle that period pain that you're having or that PMS that you're having because there's actually a root cause to it when you understand how your cycle works. So anyways, let's let's break this all down. So I encourage you right now to go on Google and type in women's hormone cycle and go on Google Images and look at the um, the chart of fluctuating hormones in your cycle as I talk about this. So after your period ends, we are going to enter what is called your follicular phase. And I'll do, I have a whole separate episode on the phases of your cycle, but you're entering what's called your follicular phase. And in the follicular phase, your estrogen 
is the dominant hormone. So your estrogen is spiking. You can see on that, that little chart, estrogen's getting real high. And then when estrogen gets high enough, and when we get somewhere around day 14 to day 18, you are going to ovulate. Your body is going to release an egg to try and make a baby. This happens once per cycle, around midway through your cycle. Ovulation is then going to trigger estrogen to tank and progesterone to begin rising as we enter our luteal phase, which is the second half of our cycle. In this phase, progesterone is the dominant hormone. Then once progesterone goes up and it goes back down, this triggers your period to start and the whole thing starts all over again. Cool, awesome. But here's the thing that I want you to understand in that. Our body does not just go through these this dance of hormones, does not just go through these phases every single cycle without fault, without flaw. There is a trigger that allows this delicate dance to occur each month. There is the first domino that has to be pushed for the rest of the dominoes to fall every single month. And that domino is ovulation. The main event of your cycle is ovulation. Let me explain why. Once your period ends, estrogen rises. What triggers estrogen to finally drop is ovulation. If you do not ovulate, you are basically just in a perpetual follicular phase because until you ovulate, you are going to stay in that follicular phase. Your body doesn't just say, oh, it's been about 18 days. Looks like it's time for me to enter my luteal phase. No, ovulation is what triggers that switch. So if you don't ovulate and you don't have to ovulate every month. If your body's too stressed out, if your body isn't being nourished properly, you aren't going to ovulate. And so if ovulation doesn't occur, you now don't get that switch to the next phase of your cycle. So ovulation is the trigger to end your follicular phase, which then triggers progesterone to release in the beginning of your luteal phase progesterone rises and it tanks and that tank of progesterone in your luteal phase is what then triggers your period to begin. But if we never ovulated, progesterone would never have showed up. And if progesterone never showed up, a period would never have occurred. So if you're not ovulating, you are not getting a period. If you're not ovulating, you're not going through this delicate dance of hormones. If you're not ovulating, you have no luteal phase at all. Ovulation is the main event of your cycle. It dictates every other part of your cycle. So it's important that one, we know ovulation exists. And then two, we care for this part of our cycle. Because if ovulation is the main event of our cycle, we better make sure we're having healthy ovulation every month or we can't have a healthy rest of our cycle. Does, does that make sense? I feel like when this is something that when I learned it, my brain just exploded. I was like such a mind blow. So if your brain is exploding too, I, I understand. I, I feel like this is the one key to cycle and hormone health that we all just need to understand. Like if you can support your body in a healthy ovulation, the rest of your cycle is going to go pretty well. Yeah, there's a couple things that we can probably tweak, but you're going to do a pretty good job. So 
We just need to make sure we're ovulating. And thankfully, supporting a healthy ovulation is not rocket science. So let's talk about some of the reasons we may be having severely delayed ovulation or not ovulating at all. So ovulation is, of course, when your body releases an egg to try and make a baby. And our body is smart. Our body is not going to want to house a baby if it does not feel like there is safe conditions for a baby to grow. So if you are very, very stressed out, if your body is not being nourished properly, your body is going to say, hey, I don't think it's really a good time to have a baby right now. You're not even really taking care of yourself fully. So how are we going to grow another human inside of us? I think I'm going to put off ovulation. I'm going to put off you getting pregnant until we feel a little safer and a little more nourished. Your body's taking care of you. It's trying to help you. It wants you to you know, put your oxygen mask on before you put it on someone else. It wants you to take care of your body before you try and grow a tiny human. So If we are not ovulating, if we're ovulating late, it's our body telling us, hey, I don't feel nourished. I don't feel safe. I think you need to take better care of yourself. So what does this mean? This could mean that we're not eating enough nutrient-dense foods. Maybe our diet is filled with a lot of processed foods. Maybe we're not really eating enough at all. Maybe we're only having like one real meal a day and we're not getting that full nourishment. Maybe we're heavily restricting our calories and we're not getting enough nourishment in that way. Or maybe there's just a lot of stress in your day. Maybe it's a lot of work stress. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep and then you're going to run for three hours or you're going to do some crazy hit or spin class when your body isn't prepared to do so. Maybe you're not getting enough sunlight, enough gentle movement in your day. Maybe you're sitting in front of blue light 20 hours a day and you're spending way too much time working or maybe you don't have enough community around you. You're not spending time doing things you love with people you love. There can be so many factors into what um, essentially just raises our cortisol and makes our body feel like it is in a state of stress or a state of flight or fight or flight. But thankfully, these are all things that we have control over. We have control over how much we sleep. We have control over how we spend our time. Obviously we have jobs and we have to work, but within that we can decide if we're filtering out our blue light, we can decide what we do after work. If we just sit down in front of the TV or if we go spend time with people we love, we can decide if we're going to go for that walk and get our sunlight. We decide what foods we put in our body. So it's important that all of these micro decisions that we are making throughout our day are ones that are going to help our body feel safe and peaceful and calm and provided for and nourished. So when we are doing these things, we are going to create a healthy ovulation. And therefore the whole rest of our cycle, that domino effect is going to be able to perform the way it should. So your period is not the main event of your cycle. Ovulation is the main event of your cycle. If we support a healthy ovulation, we support a healthy period. And also in this, this also shows the importance of tracking your ovulation because if you know when you're ovulating, this gives you so much insight into the rest of your cycle. 
you can know if you're ovulating late or on time. You can, if you're, if you track your ovulation, then you immediately know how long your luteal phase is because your luteal phase is the day of ovulation till the day of your next period. So we can know if our luteal phase is a healthy length because your luteal phase is supposed to be 12 to 14 days long. This gives us insight into if we're have if we have enough progesterone because if you have that short luteal phase that means that we have low progesterone levels and this could lead to early miscarriages this could lead to PMS painful periods things like that so just the simple act of tracking the day that you ovulate gives us so much knowledge about the health of our body and the way our body is functioning and i think that's such a cool thing to be able to really understand our body on a deeper level just by tracking the way it's functioning and being able to be our own doctor in a way. We don't have to rely on someone else to tell us if our body is doing okay or not. We can figure it out for ourselves and we can empower ourselves to understand us on a deeper level. So this is your sign. If you are not yet tracking your ovulation, I highly encourage you to track your ovulation. If you don't know how to do that and you want to learn how, you can go to my episode on fertility awareness method explained, which the fertility awareness method is just a means of tracking your ovulation as a means of birth control, but you can also just track your ovulation just to track your ovulation. Um, so in that episode, I break down the different fertility signs and how to track your ovulation. Um, but I highly encourage every single woman, whether you're trying to avoid pregnancy, you're trying to get pregnant, you just want to know a little bit more about your cycle. I encourage you to track your ovulation each month. It is so fascinating and it'll help you so much to understand yourself better. So I hope this episode was helpful and made your brain explode a little bit. If it did, my job was done successfully. Please share this episode with a friend, a girl, or a woman in your life who also needs to know this information, who it'll be helpful for. Um, I think women supporting women is so important. And part of that is us sharing the knowledge that is going to help us understand our bodies. So until next time, I hope you make this day, this week, an amazing one. I hope it is filled with all the growth and goodness and love that you need. Make it a great one and know that I am rooting for you.